Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How fun was Christmas as a kid? I mean, that's even an expression, right? Happier than a kid on Christmas or whatever. But man, once you become an adult, those responsibilities just start piling up. You got to start worrying about time off and how much time you're going to work and when the kids are in school and when they're out of school and how we're traveling here and what hotel we're staying at and do we need a flight and it gets expensive. And then you've got all the extra added stress of, oh, I got to hang this light and I got to put up this tree and then we got to wrap the presents. But most importantly, the financial stress of we got to buy all of these presents. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. Hurry to save with Conrad.com. We want to make sure that you hit 2022 the way you planned on ahead of the game. Don't go overspend and kick the can down the road and make it one of your new year's resolutions next year where you say, well, I guess this year I'm going to try to get out of debt and save money. Do it right now. All the experts are predicting that interest rates are going to rise next year. Don't take my word for it. Throw it in your Google machine. But here's what's happened in the last two years. All of a sudden, your house is probably worth more than ever. Why not use some of your newfound equity to get the best interest rate you've ever had while we've still got them? Get rid of your PMI. That in and of itself might save you two or 300 bucks. And at the same time, get rid of all your credit card debt. Just like that. If you can hear my voice and you're in a 30 year loan, if you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, if you've got a car loan, you owe it to yourself to just get a quick quote right now at savewithconrad.com. Oh, and how's this for starters? Your single biggest bill, you know, your house payment. You won't have to make that in December or January. You're done until February 1st. You get a two month break from your single biggest bill right here during the holidays. That's going to get you the cash you need to not put Christmas on a credit card and that credit card debt. It'll be gone forever. Thanks to savewithconrad.com. Go read some of our five-star reviews all for yourself. Type this into your browser right now. C O N R A D reviews.com Conrad reviews.com. See what our actual customers are saying about the process and their experience. It's almost five stars across the board. And then hurry to savewithconrad.com. Get yourself a quick quote. Find out how much money you can save for free. We're routinely helping our podcast listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. Heck, the other day we helped a guy save more than $1,100 a month. I want to be clear. He didn't save $1,100 one time. He's saving it this month, next month, the month after that all because he went to save with conrad.com and you can do it too. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And if we can't save you some money, we won't waste your time. But right here during the holidays, what are you waiting for? Make this the best Christmas ever. Let's be like kids on Christmas and not have the financial stress of worrying about what are we going to do? You're going to get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments than you ever thought possible because you went to save with conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. That's savewithconrad.com. Let me tell you something about Tony Schiavone. 
You can get all of your What Happened Win shirts at lewisrules.com. And let me tell you another thing. You can get even more gimmicks at boxofgimmicks.com. That's the official store of What Happened Win and ad-free shows. You can get shirts and hoodies and tank tops. And let me tell you another thing. You can get mugs and posters and beach towels. Don't be a bald heavy geek. Head on over to lewisrules.com and boxofgimmicks.com. You undercover hillbilly. Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm great, Conrad. How you doing, buddy? Man, better than I deserve. Excited to be with you. We've got Thanksgiving in the rearview mirror. We're coming off of what I believe to be the most special podcast you and I have probably ever recorded together. It was our Thanksgiving tradition. We watched Starcade 86, but it wasn't just you and I. We were joined by one of the most underrated commentators of all time. One of the owners of Jim Crockett promotions, ladies and gentlemen, David Crockett was the man last week. I got overwhelmingly good feedback. What about you, Tony? I did too. I, a lot of people uh, miss David's excitement, miss David's passion for the sport. You know what, Conrad, I, I miss it too, a lot when I, uh, sit down and do some things because he and I. I think it was very apparent that if you watch our shows and we're getting ready to watch the first post Starcade show of 1986, I think it's very apparent when you watch our shows that David and I really enjoyed each other's work together. We really enjoyed working together. We had a good time and you could see it on the podcast we did a week ago where David was very excited, very happy to be with us. And that's the type of David Crockett that I remember. He was always in a good mood. Well, not, a, I shouldn't say always in a good mood when you run a company owned a company. There are going to be things that I'm sure drag you down, but most of all, he was in a good mood and was in a good mood on the air. And that's what we had yesterday. Last week, I really enjoyed being with him again. It was a lot of fun and a lot of fun going back and looking at some of the special matches during a very special Starcade 86. And I, uh, on the heels of what we did last week, I think everybody knows that leaves us with one question. And I'm sure you've thought about it. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know, what's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy 
It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Are you expecting a different question, Tony? I was not, but I wanted to add to that. Geico has been a long time supporter of ours and we appreciate Geico and uh, what they've not only done for us, but what they've done for the marketplace and for insurance as well. Absolutely. Uh, check it out. Geico.com. You're going to be glad you did. And, uh, Tony right now with Thanksgiving in the rearview mirror, Christmas is going to be here before you know it, you know, the holidays really are just around the corner. Uh, are you looking for the perfect gift for your loved ones? I always do. I, I always look for that perfect gift. Let me give you a little pro tip. A few years ago, oh. I gave my mother-in-law the skylight frame. And at the time she lived in Denver, Colorado. And most of her grandkids lived in Charlotte, North Carolina. Some of her grandkids lived in Huntsville, Alabama, but nobody lived in Denver, Colorado. So she didn't get to spend nearly as much time with the rest of her family, but skylight frame brought us together for a really special gift for the special people in your life. You've just got to check out the skylight frame, Tony. Skylight frame is so simple. Even uh, my non-tech savvy wife could set it up and use it. And if Lois can use it. I can tell you anybody can use it. Very, very simple. Customers love Skylight. One Facebook review said, this is such nice lading time as we are just trying to keep my grandma safe and healthy, but this gives her a little glimpse of us every day. And then when we talk on the phone, she can talk to the boys about the pictures we sent. Skylight is a great way to feel close to those who you love, even when you're separated. Only takes 60 seconds. Actually, less than 60 seconds to set it up. Plug it in, touch the screen, connect your wireless network, and you can enjoy pictures as they download them from your phone. Yeah. Right uh, there. You can send photos to the skylight effortlessly. Everyone in the family can just email them to a personal skylight email address and they pop up in seconds. Multiple people can, can contribute and send these photos to the frame. So it's a great way to keep a large network of folks and families in touch. By the way, it looks awesome. It's got a black frame. It's got a white mat. It looks like a real photo frame, yeah, but it's 10 got inches. a, yeah, yeah it's 10 inches and everybody knows you love that. No, 10 inch touch screen is what I right, was saying. Right, right, right. Yeah. You can swipe through the photos with your finger. You can even tap to thank the person who sent you a photo. And by the way, Tony, they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a full refund T. That's right. And you can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift, import pictures of you. Uh, even send them pictures they did not know you had. And we have so many pictures here. Uh, I've, I've given one to my sister who lives in Virginia, who's, uh, 80 years old right now. And she, uh, enjoys looking at all the grandkids, my grandkids. She used to love, enjoy looking at my kids, but you know, they're old Er, so well, it's the grandkids now. Well, right now is a special offer. You can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. When you go to skylightframe.com. And enter the promo code WIN. That's W H E N. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter that promo code W H E N. That's S K Y L I G H T F R A M E.com. And the promo code is WIN. And Tony, that's what everybody's been asking. When is David Crockett going to be back? And yes, boys and girls, we are going to have David Crockett back on the program. I don't know who has more fun us or him, man. He loved it. I, yeah, he did. And he's, uh, he's reached out to me since then and to both of us, 
uh, how much he enjoyed being with us and had a pretty good setup at his house there too. Didn't he? Dude, he had a really cool backdrop, Yeah. but maybe the highlight of the whole thing for me is not just his insight and his enthusiasm and his excitement, but the idea that he kept those little red books all these years later, isn't that something? And he's got them for 85, 86 and 87. You want to talk about the biggest years in the history of Jim Crockett promotions for a variety of reasons, but my goodness, I, uh, I, I was taken aback that he had them. I was so pumped that he had them and he, and he was happy to show them on camera and so cool, man. I mean, he's got history in his hands right there. Yeah, he does. And I, I remember those books and I didn't want to, I didn't want to say this. I wanted, because I didn't know if he remembered or I didn't know if he thought there was something else, but to me, that was very much JJ Dillon's handwriting. Oh, was it? Yeah. In those books, JJ had a very, very nice penmanship. He was, he had great yes. penmanship. I've heard that a right. lot. Right. And that was his, that was his handwriting. And JJ kind of kept the book because he wrote down the card, the date and the card on the date book. And then he would write down, you know, the, the, the numbers and things. And, and JJ was the one that really kept the official book for everybody, man. It's just, uh, it's been so fun going back through 1986 and, and, and breaking it down week by week, but Tony, as they say, um, mm. okay. Well, before I guess we break the news, we should, we should go ahead and, and remind everybody about a little pro tip that both you and I know in our real life. And that's the painterlife.com is the best possible way to give a special, meaningful gift to someone special in your family. If you're not able to be together with your family, uh, and maybe even the compilation portrait is the way to go. I don't know that we've even talked about this on the program, but shout out to my man, Blake chance, who works with me down at the mortgage company. He just had his very first child earlier this year, but last year, sadly, his dad passed away. So his dad never got to meet his son, but thanks to paintyourlife.com, Blake's mom now has a portrait of the two together as if they actually met. Isn't that great? Think about how special that must be and what that waterworks show must've looked like when mom saw that. If you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you've just got to try paintyourlife.com. Let me explain. You get a professional hand painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. You send any picture and I mean anything. It could be a picture on your phone of your dog or the house you grew up in or your son or your mom or your grandma. You can even combine the photos into one painting. You can bring the family members who never had the chance to meet together with paint your life's compilation portrait. Or maybe you don't have a chance to get the whole family together this year. Maybe there's still some concerns. Well, you could put everybody in one photo together. And here's how it works. You choose from a team of world-class artists. You work with them until every detail is perfect. We're talking about you ordering a custom made hand painted portrait in less than five minutes. It's that easy. It really is a quick and easy process where you wind up with a hand painted portrait in like three weeks. This is meaningful. It's personal and it will be cherished forever. It makes the perfect holiday gift for someone you love or for yourself. And to give a peek behind the curtain, we are big believers in this. This is a real story. This past Thanksgiving, just a few days ago, we had like 26 people here at my house, but in my dining room across from me 
sat the most decorated women's wrestler of all time. And she said, Conrad, is that a painting? And I said, yes, it is. She's going to paint your life.com. Her dad's already got two that we sent him. My parents have multiple, my cousins, I, we've got a bunch. We believe in paintyourlife.com. Tony, I know you've got one. People are blown away when they see this. They can't believe it's a portrait. And inevitably someone asks, I bet it was pretty expensive. No, it's not. And right now at paintyourlife.com, I want to remind you, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money's refunded, guaranteed. And right now is a limited time offer. Get 20% off your painting. That's right. 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word WIN, W-H-E-N, to 64,000. That's WIN to 64,000. Text W-H-E-N to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. When you come to the Batcave and you walk up the stairs, at the top of the stairs, the first thing you see is the Paint Your Life portrait of me and Bug. How cool is that? Now, now that is cool. That's It wasn't the most popular choice in this house. Oh, they wanted, yeah. she probably yeah. thought you were going to do something of you and her or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, this actually was a gift uh, given to me by Chris mm. uh, from paint your life. He got a couple of pictures together, you know, Yeah, and put them together. And, uh, I think it's the greatest thing in the bat cave. So well, of course it's, it is, it's, but, it's, but she, but she went, Oh, really? Oh, I said, I said, yeah, I said, it's me and bug as you can tell. And, uh, Chris got it at paint your life. And, uh, and I, I, uh, sweetheart, that wasn't my decision. You know, I would have done you and me and okay, I got it. And then she walks away, but anyway, it's uh, it's a hell of a work of art and it's a big part of it. So you would not have done you and her, you would have done you and bug. Yeah, I would have, I mean, but your, your, your first tattoo, was it of Lois? No, but it could have been, but it wasn't. It could have been if she would have said, yes, she still doesn't want her name tattooed on me. So. She ain't go get it. Well, had a chance. Go you, know, on. you know what she's trying to do? She's trying to keep you around, Tony. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? About uh, I know. I know. I get it. Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be uh, easier to keep you than it is that hair earlier. Wait, wait a minute. What? Yeah, dude. Am I losing? Hey, I've, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been working on this, you know? Oh, you've been using keeps. Yes, I have. I'm a subscriber. Oh, I, I didn't want to admit it here on the show, but I'll say it in a loud and clear voice. I am too. Uh, yeah. this past April, I saw my dad easing into a pool for his anniversary and I saw that flesh colored yarmulke coming in and I panicked Yikes. until I remembered keeps.com offers both. That's right. Both. I say both because there's only two FDA approved medications that can prevent hair loss. They don't feel like you're in this alone. There's more than 50 million men in the U S who suffer from male pattern baldness. In fact, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35, Tony. Yeah. And you know, I'm way past 35 and now you are as well. Yeah. Uh, keeps keeps offers a simple stress-free way to keep your hair convenient, virtual doctor consultations and medication delivered straight to your door. Every three months, you don't have to leave your home for this low cost treatment start. At just $10 a month and keeps offers generic versions. I want to stress generic versions, discreet packaging, proven results, more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention for hair loss is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results. So we invite you and we urge you to act fast. If you're ready to take action, prevent hair loss, 
Go to keeps.com slash WHW. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash WHW to get your first month of treatment for free. Again, first month of treatment, absolutely free. That keeps.com slash WHW to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash WHW to get your first month for free. It's easier to do than to listen to Tony Spell. Yeah, it is. And they have, there's two products I get from Keeps uh, each month or every three months. And I use them every month. And there you go. So uh, I had uh, our, our good buddy. Well, I shouldn't say our good buddy. I had Adam Demoy. Oh, so a guy you know, <laughs> not our good buddy, but a guy yeah, you know. Yeah. Right. Let me spit on the ground. Let's say his name, Adam Demoy. There, uh, there was a picture of me at a Comic Con. He said, that hairline is receding, buddy. And I reached out to him. I said, no, it's not. As a matter of fact, because I use keeps. And as a matter of fact, my hair looks better than ever. You piece of shit with a big redneck mullet, mm. which is what he is. So anyway, yeah. now just so I'm clear, Adam DeMoy for everyone listening, if you're not familiar with the name, uh-huh. uh, he's an OG for us over at patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And you and him have had a longstanding rival, right? Yeah. And to the point where I even understand he showed up on, <clears throat> you ready for this? Yeah. A disco inferno podcast, man, just swim in the toilet with the turds, buddy. <clears throat> what now? Friends don't let friends. Hmm. Don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's well known that disco Inferno is the biggest idiot in the business. Oh, it's well known. Yeah. You say, well, well known common knowledge. Uh, but well, that's kind of a rude comment. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about how many idiots have been in the business been a lot. Well, I, um, you're the biggest anyway. So, uh, uh back to the point, uh, Adam DeMoy said I was losing my hair, but I'm not, my hair is great. Here's fine. Thanks to keeps. Well, there you go. So there you go. There's my story. If you're uh, my story, if you're a regular listener, mm. you may have heard us talking about the incredible results. Our listeners have experienced from using test X nine, the all natural testosterone booster that helps you get more drive, more strength, more energy, and helps Tony's little general stand at full attention. Yikes. Well, legacy has leveled up again, and now they're offering a combination of products designed specifically for men like Tony, who feel like they may have lost their edge. It's the get your edge back stack. Maybe you're feeling more aches and pains than you used to like Tony. Maybe you lack motivation. You're just going full blown Shivani. You don't have any drive. Maybe your mind isn't as sharp as it once was. Not that we've heard that every single week here for years. It's time to get your edge back. And this stack features pro collagen plus to increase strength and reinvigorate your joints. Sounds like lowest in some test X nine will naturally boost your testosterone without rebel being present and total mind will improve your brain function and memory. That's exactly right. Jr. So try the, get your edge back stack for 30 days. And we're confident that you'll feel like a new man, especially if you're over 30 or more than double that like Tony. Go to the new and improved legacy store and use our very special promo code WHW for 10% off your entire order. And while you're there, check out their other bestsellers like the amazing sleep aid recovery PM 
and the new women's line, her legacy brought to you by the nine time world heavyweight champion, or I guess not heavyweight, but the world champion, Mickey James, that's legacy subs.com. That's L E G A C Y S U P P S.com. Use our very special promo code W H W and you'll get 10% off Tony. Conrad, I want to say something here about our buddy, Jr. Yes, please. Who's going through some health problems right now. He will not be on our programs until the first of the year. And you're going to steal his job. Just admit it now on a loud no, and clear voice here. No, I'm not. Well, I'm glad you're not at least admitting it and you're going to try to play it close to the vest because Jr. and I are only you dude. Really? Oh yeah. We've had a lot of conversations about that. Nothing happening. Tony Schiavone. Okay. Well, you know, you are a fucking lie. <laughs> yeah, no, we are pulling for Jr. though. No lie there. Uh, yeah. he, he's in a battle right now. You know, he just had a couple of cancer spots removed from his back. And unfortunately right. he's got uh, a situation with his leg now that as I understand it, Tony, he's going to go through not one, not two, but 22 consecutive chemo treatments. Right. So he's not going to be able to travel on the road because he's doing those every single day. But the right. goal is let's go ahead and get these behind us. And by the end of the year in Jacksonville, when AEW mm -hmm. returns home, so will Jim Ross and we're pulling for him. Right. Called him yesterday on the phone and talked to him. And I was sitting here at the desk and I was thinking, you know what? I'm a lousy fucking friend. You know that already. Yes. Uh, and I am, I'm a lousy friend. I I'm, I'm very, very, I'm not good at keeping in touch. So I was thought about him and I called him and we talked and I, and I told him, I said, I'm sorry about being a terrible friend. And I want to let you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm thinking about you and we need you back on TV quickly because he has a presence on TV that nobody else has. I agree. And I, uh, and I said, I'll keep in touch with this. So I'm going to give him a call every week, see how he's doing and keep up with him. So, uh, our best to Jr. and we will try to hold the fort down without him because he's been the uh, focal point of the announced team since the inception of AEW. And, uh, he's a lot of fun to work with a lot of fun. As you know, once you get Jr. rolling, it's the best. And as the rumor and innuendo goes, Mm -hmm. Uh, they're going to have, uh, Ricky Starks, Chris Jericho, mm -hmm. Mark Henry, mm -hmm. Paul white, mm -hmm. Excalibur mm -hmm. yourself. Yes. And seven other new announcers debuting right. on dynamite just to try to fill his shoes. Exactly. Right. And, uh, it'll be a 32 person desk. Right. And, uh, I know that's music to your ears because you'll somehow be able to say even less. Yes. And I still will be able to waddle my way backstage to do interviews backstage or waddle my way to the ring and do, you know, my, I love doing interviews in the ring. Do you know why? Uh, it, it reminds you of 19, the 1980s. Mm, no, because I can, they're, they're because they're so easy. Ah, see, you just stand you, there you just, and do you, nothing. You, you, well, yeah, you stand there and you say, ladies and gentlemen, here he is like, like this past week, here he is. He'll vie for the world title against hangman, Adam page, Brian Danielson. And he takes the mic from me and I'm done. You just intro and people say, uh, you going to the ring to do an interview. 
I say, no, I'm going to the ring to hold the microphone. There's no interview. There never was really an interview. You'll take a look at, at most of what we do. Some of the things that we're about to see, I ask questions, but mostly I just hold the microphone. Right. Which, which people think it's an interview, but it's a wrestler promo. So I enjoy those. I, I really enjoy doing that. And, uh, it keeps me hopping. I can tell you that because I'm always going down and around and out in the backstage and, did you see the uh, the Friendsgiving thing with me and Britt and Rebel? Did you enjoy that? Uh, it was playing in the background at my house, yes. Oh, playing in the background. Well, here's the thing. I had 26 people at my house, Tony. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, not everybody there couldn't mm-hmm. wait to see what Tony fucking Shivani was up to. Well, why didn't they? Well, because they were normal, well-adjusted humans, you see. Oh, normal? You Really? You had the Flair family there and you had normal, well-adjusted I'm just, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> pardon me based on the tweets i saw it wasn't just us that wasn't necessarily paying attention either but (laughs) oh god anyway uh it's been uh, it's been a great holiday great start to the holiday season so to speak and i'm uh, again thinking of jr and absolutely jr's the man uh, dude and and i'm i'm pulling for him i know you are too and Let me just ask before we get going, by the way, we're watching season two, episode 47. In case you've been under a rock, we've been going episodically through 1986. Mm -hmm. Uh, so get your cock out, pull up Peacock and go over to uh, season two, episode 47. That's November 29th, 1986. We're back caught up, Tony. We uh, had to deviate a little bit because we did one week with series of guests, uh, talking about 1986. And then we followed up with a watch along for Starcade with David Crockett might be two of the best back-to-back episodes we ever had. And unfortunately, some of the best stuff people didn't even get to hear. We haven't talked about it on the air, but how much of an edit job did you have to do on Ric Flair just to make sure we could air it here? Oh boy. A lot. Uh, that, there was a, uh, an audible beep during one of them. And I want to tell you. What he said during that audible beep, I listened back to it yeah, and listened back to it again. And I absolutely, I, I gut laughed so much. It was so funny, but I just could not let it air. And, uh, then I had to pull out some things, but you had to pull out several things that, mm-hmm. boy, we both would have been in trouble if that aired. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. It, it, it would, it was his opinion that we pulled out. Okay. Well, it was his opinion, but he also was talking about contract values and other things that you just don't talk about. Right. And, no, and, and I don't want it to hear, I don't want people to hear him on my podcast on our podcast. No, the, because yeah, that'd be bad if it aired on your show. Now, yeah. if he wants to go on his show, uh, Rick Flair uh-huh. uncensored, I think is the name of that one. And that's one yeah. thing, but, uh, yeah, to do it on your show, boy, that would have been a bad look for you. And as he was saying, it, yeah. I was thinking, Tony's got a decision to make Mm, and you made, and you made the right one. It was not a, it was not a difficult decision. So can Uh, I, can I go ahead and address the other thing that happened this past weekend that you've been very gracious and not brought up at all? Yeah, I guess. What is that? I just want to go ahead and concede that this coming weekend, Georgia's Uh just going to destroy Alabama. Uh, we'll see Georgia. Had the showing of all showings over the weekend, 45 mm-hmm. to nothing over their in-state rival, Georgia tech. Meanwhile, for the first time in 
iron bowl history, which is what we call the Alabama Auburn game in these parts. We went to overtime, not once, yep. not twice, not three times, but four times they were unranked and they had our number and we didn't score a touchdown until the final closing seconds of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we did not look like a super team. So we had a golden horseshoe up our ass this week. And, uh, I, for one, am nervous about this coming week. And I even tweeted out, well, we had a good run. And I think a lot of, uh, people who were watching the game thought I was giving up on Alabama this week. I was more referencing next week. I think dominance in the sec comes to an end next week. Georgia's the best team in the country this year. In my opinion. Now don't get me wrong. I still want Alabama to win, but I'm also being realistic. A two loss Alabama who would lose to Texas A&M and Georgia, who was nearly a three loss team, Alabama, probably not going to get a playoff spot. Well, we will see. I always, I still think, think that the top two teams in the sec are better than any other teams in the country. I would not disagree with that. Especially when you have, you know, overinflated, overhyped, you know, bullshit teams like Ohio state and Michigan and Oklahoma. Yeah. And easy now. And anybody from out now, I mean, they'll throw an Oregon in there or Notre Dame in there. Just how about fucking Cincinnati? Are are, are they looking for directions? Like when they get in the playoffs, boy, Mm -hmm. I'd love to just bet everything you own on whoever Cincinnati's playing. Are you kidding? That would, that would be like if all of a sudden Matt Shivani was in the main event of AEW revolution. I love Matt Shivani. I love Chris Shivani, yeah. but if all of a sudden they're taking on the young bucks, buddy, yeah, right. And ain't, it ain't going their way. Well, here's a couple of things. Cincinnati played the Georgia Bulldogs last year in the peach bowl, which by the way, was the, my last game with the Georgia Bulldogs. And it was, a, it was a very, very tough game. But then again, I'm telling you, Conrad, Thank I, this is not a college football podcast. I know, but I, I do want to say this thanks to television and ESPN. The bowl games mean nothing anymore. No, less than and nothing. Georgia didn't care about that less, game last year. They did not care about that game last year. So I'm, I'm not making excuses. They won the game. We, we were in Cincinnati this past year to do a, uh, a dynamite. And we were at the, uh, the arena at the university of Cincinnati. You walk out the arena in your right at the, you're at the football stadium. We actually could, could stand in the middle of the football stadium and their football stadium is very, very small. And I'm thinking that, you know what, that they, they just do not have a big enough program yet because they do not have the recruiting base that the SEC teams have. And that's the whole key to get the good players, right? It's all about recruiting, all about recruiting. So anyway, uh, I appreciate you giving up the ghost. I do want to say this, that the game was on when Lois and I were eating dinner last night. So I told her, I said, for God's sakes, turn on something instead of Fox freaking news. And she turned on and there was Auburn, Alabama. And it was like 10 to nothing in the fourth quarter. And you were so excited. No, I was not. I hate Auburn. I want them to lose oh, every right. game they play. I forgot. You... Every game, every game they play. Yeah. Every game they play. Um, and Lois says, you, you think uh, Conrad squirming right now. I said, no, but I know Larry Thompson is. Oh my God. <laughs> I was thinking about your dad. <laughs> we still had a house full of company. 
And buddy, let me just say some kids learned some new words and combinations of words. They've never heard this week. Oh, thanks to the word bitch. (laughs) Oh my God. So many. I felt Uh, bad for Cassio by the end because he was the only Auburn fan here. Yeah. And buddy, when, when Bryce Young threw that touchdown, oh God. I mean, I felt, I felt confident. Larry Thompson was going to chop him, throw him into the turnbuckle, turn him a flip. Um, the whole thing. It wouldn't uh, have shocked me. Never mind. Hey, so it, let's fire up uh, WHW. You know, it's time to get going. World Championship Wrestling Season 2, Episode 47, November 29th, 1986. It's a 52 minute episode. Stay tuned till the end of the show. We've got a big announcement about the future of WHW. No, we're not canceling. Uh, well, I don't think we might be getting canceled either way. Uh, Tony, I understand that you might have a special countdown for us today. We have a, we have a very, very special countdown this week. And let me give you the backstory. This comes from Steph Chesney, longtime low key, big hog and a rock and roller, rock and roll, legitimate rock and roll star. And a big fan of Brutus, the barber beefcake. What? Fuck this person. What are you talking no, about? I'm kidding. Yeah. I said, I said that cause I wanted to pop him cause I know he's listening. Steph has worked diligently and a long time on this countdown because he has so much to do and he works in the studio and he's a great guitarist. Uh, he put together a hell of a countdown for us. Now at the end of this, you're, he's going to say three, two, one play. So the, the play comes quickly. Okay. So I don't want everybody to get, uh, to get uh, sidetracked on this, but. He put a hell of a effort into this Steph, I'm very proud of you. You did a hell of a job like everybody does, but, uh, this is, uh, this comes from his studio. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. This is Steph Chesney. Uh, he lives here in the States, but he is from England originally. And he's a good friend of ours. And here's this week's countdown. Dude, is that the fucking coolest countdown we've ever had? Is that something? Dude, he crushed that. That was outstanding. Cr- oh, good job, Steph. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. You know, you it always say it's very special and it's basically the equivalent of someone farting into the microphone, but that was uh, really outstanding. Yeah. Good job. Good job, buddy. Yeah. And yeah. now let's go to Tony and David. Oh my God. We got a sponsor. Weeder for equipment, nutrition, and information. Weeder is America's total fitness company. All right, we told you Starcade 86 was the greatest wrestling event ever. And Tony, we've got highlights of Starcade. But what we saw at the top of the program, the Bunkhouse Stampede, it starts Monday. David, you're right. The Bunkhouse Stampede comes your way in the month of December. You're talking about putting about 20 to 25 men in the ring together. Anything goes. Throw the man no over friends. the top rope. No friends at all. You're exactly right. That's going to be some event, David. We've got a great show today. Two full hours of World Championship Wrestling. That's right, Tony. And you hear the fans. They're ready for the action. Okay. 
action in the ring. Let's. Well, wait here comes wait Gorgeous Hugh oh, Garvin. Come. Along with Precious. Oh, yeah. Can he take a look at this? Take a look at this here, will you? Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin had to put the sequence away for what's about ready to happen. I had to down the jeans, and I got to tell you, if you ever thought there could be nothing better than Christmas, you're wrong. If you thought there could be nothing better than Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, well, there's not nothing better than me. But I got to tell you, December, the bunkhouse stampedes 25 men in the ring all the same time. Oh, a whole bunch of money that we can spend. Oh, no rules and regulations. I mean to tell you, I got this here on. I've been practicing. I've been practicing how to whip off this belt. Whoa, pretty good, huh? Whip off this belt and beat somebody with it. I can't believe it. I got to admit to the fans, though, I was a little bit of a stooge. I was a little bit of a stooge. That's right. You remember I had to almost get front row seats huh, for Starcade, not for the bunkhouse. I camped out in front of Jimmy Crockett's house. And when I found out that he was signing these matches all over the country, I bust through the door and I said, Jimmy Crockett, you gotta put my name down. Gorgeous Jimmy number one. Right, and I don't worry, Squeeze. I know you've been a little nervous about me yeah, getting in this thing. Oh. I mean, just a thing about no rules or nothing. Don't worry about it, David Crockett. Whoa, I'm gonna walk away with all the money. Oh, oh, I almost take my breath. Okay, let's go to the ring. <laughs> I love that he is so over the top with it. As we see, superstar Bill Dundee. Mm. Uh, I think he's having a short off with the referee and his opponent. <laughs> I mean, I like how he said, let me whip this out. <laughs> and then he kind of reached down there and she went, Oh my God. Little, the old, uh, blazing saddle steel. Yes, exactly. This looks like a riot at a daycare right now. What we're watching. <laughs> Billy Dundee. Uh, I guess we've lost buddy Landell again. Haven't we? Yeah, they were, I, uh, they were, they were together. And then all of a sudden it, it didn't take long and he's gone. Were you surprised? No, that's, uh, that's amazing. That's terrible. Just so you know, the reason he's not here is because, yeah. um, okay. He joined Bill Watts's universal wrestling federation the prior month back in October. Okay. Of 1986. Right. It was a, a show in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Ah, Tulsa. Hmm. Well, there, at least he was doing something this time. Look at Dundee, man. Dundee had a great mullet, didn't he? And so did Scrappy. Do you think that that was heat over his promo? There's, he once did, um, in September, an episode of, uh, NWA pro where he said, uh, he was space mountain or flair did where he said, Hey, I'm space mountain and buddy is playing ride the wild mouse. Uh, uh. And I know it felt like they were building towards something, uh -huh. but I don't think this is the era where he had the whole oversleeping situation. This was the second chance from that. That's right. So, I mean, do you think he never worked a program with flair was flair no. angling for that? Or did he understand? Do you think flair knew, Hey, this kid ain't long for this world. Yeah, I think Flair knew that because I think, of, and the reason I think Flair knew that is obviously Flair had a lot of pull about who he was going to wrestle, who he wouldn't. And Buddy had Buddy not been such a, and there's your your finish, not been such a, a knucklehead. 
was a hell of a worker and he and flair probably would have had a great match, right? His last match, as far as I can tell, uh, with you guys was in Charleston, South Carolina at St. Andrews high school gym. He was second from the top on October 11th against Jimmy Valiant. Let's take a listen. That's right, Dennis. Yeah, I'm afraid he is. Everybody's talking about the bunkhouse stampede going on all month in December. There's going to be 20, 25 guys in the ring. Big battle royal all at the same time for up to $25,000. And everybody's going to have street clothes. And everybody can bring what they want. It's just like a bunkhouse match, only with 25 men involved. You know what that'd be like? It'd be like if you're going down Main Street, USA, and a brakes armored car comes right along and it hits a bump and outflies $25,000. And you got construction workers carrying two fours and you got secretaries with their purses and you got bankers lawyers doctors indian chiefs everybody on the street on the sidewalk drops whatever they're doing picks up whatever they can find and goes to beating people are in and around the face and head with it with blood instruments trying to get that money off that street well, let me tell you something. What I have here is the greatest tag team in professional wrestling, right. the Midnight Express, twin sons of different mothers. They're not six feet tall and 250 pounds apiece. They're 12 feet tall and 500 pounds together. And back here, the baddest man in the world, Big Bubba Rogers, six feet eight, 357 pounds. And the three of them are going to be in those bunkhouse stampedes. And the three of them are going to be working in unison as one, going for all that money. Because as you all know, Tony Schiavone, <laughs> there's a lot of opportunities out there if you know where to find them they got the brawn i got the brains and we're gonna make a lot of money in the bunkhouse stampedes and i want to say one more thing before i go road wars precious paul ellering we ain't finished with you yet i don't care what it takes we'll scaffold you around this country or maybe in the bunkhouse stampede but sooner or later road wars you're gonna be finished in professional wrestling and these are the men that are gonna do it no more road wars no more career no more nothing you got a hospital in your future jack we'll be back right after this timeout did Cornette take a breath during that he did not dude he was wide open and in rare form and does he get promotion or what we're just right off of Starcade, and he's already plugging the next big event and we're back so again jim Cornette, along with big bubba ladies and gentlemen monkey mania is alive and well in the ring but only for a second lover boy dennis and beautiful bobby the midnight express Bobby was uh, doing a lot of fucking with me during that interview, if you'll recall. Oh, I mean, he had, he had his arm around me, pushed me. He grabbed my uh, format, and he mixed up the papers. And uh, it was a lot of fun with him. God, I miss him. Mulkey mania. Uh, I mean, yeah. these guys were known as being one of the greatest sets of uh, enhancement talents of all time. Because they could flop around the ring with the best of them. Are probably better than any of them. I mean, George South was up there too. Yeah, I know, but but the Mulkies were like, and I'm I'm not discounting. Uh, come on, get out of the camera shot there. Uh, well, there's oh, a reason. Oh wow, there. nice job. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we they saw Dennis Condry dump one of the Mulkies over the ring, and Big Bubba caught him and threw him yeah. back in the ring. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm not discounting the way the monkeys could work, but they basically just were crash test dummies, you know? Right. I mean, you just threw them around is all you did. And that's all they've done. They've had no offense here at all. And Bobby, and they're just taking them. And as we just saw, throwing them to Bubba. I wonder if they threw him to Bubba so Bubba could catch him just to show that Bubba could catch a body flying when he didn't catch Cornette. Oh, wow. At, that's fun. Well, Stark. I appreciate that, but I want to mention this was actually taped ahead of Starcade. Okay, all right, very good. This all was right. done on November twenty third, 
Yeah. And of course, as we know, Starcade was a few days later on November 27th. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what we're watching was actually recorded before the big event. So you, you probably gotcha. won't hear people bragging about Starcade too much, but we will, right. we will probably hear some of that next week. I would guess. Yeah. Well, we said, uh, at the opening, we would have Starcade highlights. And so I guess we rolled them in later. I just mean, in terms of, you're not going to tell the studio audience no. here, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, yeah, but Cornette said the uh, the deal's not finished with you, Road Warriors, or something like that. Very generic. Yes, yeah. and and yeah. he still plugged on Cast Stampede. Right, right. I want right, to mention. Go ahead. Here the Milky is getting a little comeback here on Bobby. Not for long. Not one knee, and that is that. The Milky comeback lasted as long as Jeff Jarrett did as a horseman. Not for long. Mm. Oh, he's going up top. Let's track it. Now watch him fly. Oh, elbow into the chest. I thought it was going to be the, uh, the big the leg jam. drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to mention, I know we did it before, but the day after Starcade, you guys were in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. 9,000 fans there on the 28th on the 29th. You're in Bloomington, Minnesota and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a double shot, uh, on the 30th. Peoria, Indiana, Peoria, Illinois, easy for me to say on December 1st, Fayetteville, North Carolina, and then a TV taping in rock Hill on the second You're in Raleigh at the Dorton arena on December 3rd, Columbus, Georgia on the fourth Hampton, Virginia on the fifth, you got a central state show, which by this point, Jim Crockett owns on December 5th. And then we do another episode of the WTBS tapings which would have been December 6th, 1986. And that's what we'll be covering here next week on the program. Wow. D- did you see during that exchange, Bobby took one of the mulkies and rolled him on top of him. So it was a great sequence. And if yeah. you don't watch these shows with us, you definitely should go back and watch this one. Oh, right. you see Dennis yeah. Condry setting up a double team maneuver over the yeah. knee of Bobby Eaton. But yeah, Bobby had the mulkey pinned and then picked mm-hmm. up his wrist. So yeah. he didn't want to finish him just yet. Right. Then he did it a second time and then he just rolled over and pulled the monkey on top of him and then kicked out. What a creative pinning combination there. Yeah. Bobby Eaton really expressing himself and he's, uh, talk about a talented dude. And you know what? I wonder if that was what you were talking about with big Bubba catching the guy, but that was supposed to be the training session for catching Jim Cornette. It could have been. Yeah. Hockey World Championship Wrestling. Good to have Brad Armstrong back with us, Brad. Thank you very much, Tony. You know, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, you know, and when Christmas time comes, it brings what they call the bunkhouse stampede, brother. What happens there is 20 to 25 men all in the same ring, dressed any way you want to. Come as you are, brother. Bring anything you want to. A lot of things are legal, and when there's 25 men in the ring at one time, anything can happen, and it probably will. You know, it can be a life-threatening or a career-threatening move to get into a match like this but brother there's a lot of money involved and when you talk about a lot of money you talk about a lot of chances people do a lot of things for a lot of money and like i said with a bunkhouse stampede coming up a lot of money is involved and i know that you to move up the ladder my ultimate goal is to be the world's heavyweight champion tony and but to do something like this a bunkhouse stampede is just one of the biggest things I'm, I'm sorry, Tony. Like Tony Schiavone, this is my father, Bob Armstrong. Uh, Bob, good to see you. Nice to meet you, too. Good to see you. Here. Well, I just want to come here. and say hi to you. 
You know, Christmas is a time for surprises, and brother, I want to give it's you one. It's family time. I love it. Okay. Excuse me, please. I need to Bob, Bob, listen. Get a chance. Come on back. Talk to us a little bit later on. Okay. Okay. Bob Armstrong, along with Brad. Good to see him here. Action continues on this program. Let's go back to the ring. So see the barbarian here beat up Paul Garner, but mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, I love that little surprise. I think that's cool. But at the same time, you got to wonder boys in kayfabe is Bob Armstrong an asshole. He just walks out and interrupts TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, uh, they're, they're getting ready to do a little angle here. I don't know if it's going to be on this show or not, or maybe it's next week's show where Bob comes out and it may be on this show and Dundee comes out along with Jimmy Garvin. I remember it distinctly. And here's the reason I remember it. They pulled the, the coat of Bob Armstrong down to where he couldn't round his, you know, his, his, uh, biceps where he couldn't, where he couldn't respond and took a trash can or something, hit him over the head with it. Then later, Brad Armstrong came out and gave what I thought was his greatest promo. Ever. And that's why I remember the whole angle because of Brad Armstrong's promo later. So I, uh, hopefully it's this show. And it's something I don't remember much, but I remember that. Well, when Brad Armstrong does a good promo, it sticks out. Well, you know, he, he, that the promo he did right there was pretty solid Southern type promo. He's got a very Southern talk and he talked about the bunkhouse stampede and talked about wanting to be the world champion. I always liked anything Brad did. I really did. But even when he dressed up in it, I mean, I'm not going to let you get on here and say that was a good promo. There's a lot of money, brother. Uh, You know, it was, it was, it was your basic wrestling promo. What's disappointing is we, as wrestling fans, we've heard behind the scenes, nobody was funnier. Nobody could hold court like him. He was such a, one of the boys to a 10. And then sometimes when the red light goes on, as we hear. He just wasn't as comfortable as he was backstage, just shooting the shit with the guys. You talking about Brad there? Yeah. Distinctly or just anybody. Okay. Brad, have you not heard that? Yeah. Brad was good. Yeah. Brad was a funny guy. Good guy. You could, you look, I, I, I say this, you either can or you can't. I really believe that you can get better. Right. If you put a, if you put effort into it, but guys like. I mean, just pick the guys, guys like Ric Flair, like Jim Cornette, like CM Punk, like MJF. What a promo that was, huh? Oh my God. Those, those guys have it. Yeah. And, uh, you just, and if you don't have it, you can get better. You can. It's just practice makes perfect. Dusty, uh, Roddy Piper. I know I'll miss somebody. I'm sorry. Um, we know you're not as sharp as you once were. You got to get that, uh, legacy edge product get going again. I'm pretty damn sharp. I was being a butt or an old fucker. Just trying to plug a sponsor. It's my bad. Okay. Okay. You're great. And everybody knows that you're wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Don't do that. I have to edit it out. I'm not doing a full blown spot. You motherfucker. I know. Hit the M hit the M button on your thing. You hit the M on yourself. No, I'm not really. I got your M right here. Look at this flame on. Where's your M in your prison pocket? Oh, wait a second. Somebody around here stretching the friendship 
Bro, let me tell you something. The barbarian, that's right, Mr. Massive. He just come back from an Asian tour. He whooped so many Asians, they run him out of the country. So I want y'all to know that we, he's so bad, they talk about double awesome. He bad by himself, including me. So you know that we ain't going to do nothing but get down. And I will tell everybody, you better be looking over your shoulder. And I do mean everybody looking over your shoulder for this pair right here because we are going to be taking care of business. And I'm going to tell you what, Buckhouse Stampede, that's where we, that's right, the Barbarian and Shaska are going to make ourselves known to the world that this is the most awesome reckoning crew that they ever put together and you know who I'm talking about I want you who I'm talking about to be the first one to see how bad we are show them that big barb that we gonna be taking care of business and another thing every one of you here business you gonna regret the day that you made the Shaska man mad because I am the one that started it I am the one that got the job done. And I am going to be the one that's going to see it all the way through. Every one of you. Dig it, sucker. Shaska and the Barbarian with us on World Championship Wrestling. More action right after this time. I need a best of Shaska episode. Just me and you just listening to his promos one after a fucking another. That was so great, dude. Beat up so many Asians, they ran him out. They ran him out the country, which is <laughs> funny because, you know, Asia is not a country, but whatever. Right. Exactly. It was tremendous. God, he was so good. Yeah. Uh, he, you're right. You're yeah. right. Well, we have uh, Tim Horner wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Tim, uh, <laughs> well, Ironman's carry takeover <laughs> into an arm bar. Still has the arm bar. Hangs on to the arm bar. Off to the scoop and slam, and there he is, man. What, Tim do you think, what do you think Tim Horner's thinking about right here? I don't know. I wonder why that damn Conrad didn't like me. I was really a nice guy. And here, here, you know what? You're I exactly am. right. I need to stop that. I'm just trying to entertain. I don't even know him, but I've heard from a few <laughs> yeah. people that he's a, he's a great guy. But yeah, he's a, I'm just trying to entertain. My apologies, Mr. Horner. Yeah, yeah Shivani always liked me. He thought I was a hell of a hand. And there's, uh, you see my ass in the camera. There you go. Take the shot of the guy. No, uh, don't take. There's my ass in the camera again. I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult, but as uh, Tommy Edwards, you're directing here, uh, get another angle. I know it's hard to do because you got your cameras really set up in one. We don't have them all around the ring like we normally do. There we go. Here you say face the camera is what you got to do. I know that. I know. I may be from Tennessee, but I know that. Okay. How about that Tennessee football team, by the way? Uh, huh? Well, they beat Vanderbilt, so that got well, for something. Well, you know, g- good. Vanderbilt's another team I don't like. But I just got I got to thinking about. Who has heat with Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt, I mean, they're oh, awful. I, They've always been awful. You, we know why I have a heat with Vanderbilt? Yeah, I, I'd love to hear. Because last year, we had to postpone the Vanderbilt game because they didn't have enough players. Oh, and so well, we they moved. had that Coco V. That ain't their okay, fault. Okay, Hank, let me finish the story. Then they... We did it. We moved it to the end of the year. Okay. And right at the very last minute, our senior day, Vanderbilt says, oh, we can't wrestle. We can't wrestle. We can't, uh, 
come out there because we don't have enough players. So they should have risked it. You're saying just, no, they're no. What I'm saying is they fucking lied because they knew we'd beat their ass. And everybody knows that they didn't want to have the expense of coming out to Georgia because they knew they'd get their ass beat. So what did Georgia do this year? They put 60 on them. I wish it had put a hundred on them. Anyway, what I was going to say about, and this is this boy, a lot of football in this uh, podcast, uh, many years ago, um, University of Tennessee decided to fire Phil Fulmer. Oh, that, and it's been downhill ever since. It's been downhill ever since. I yeah. don't get it. Well, that's that's karma right there. Yeah, be be careful what you ask for. And if you have an issue with what we're saying about Tennessee, we yeah. encourage you to write a letter. Uh, send your cards and letters to WHW Monday, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, PO Box six nine six nine six nine, Marietta Georgia. Three oh three oh three oh three oh three oh three oh three oh. Yeah. Be sure to put attention. R-E- go, go fuck yourself. Yeah, or R E trash on the. Uh... All right, here we go. Cow stampede. Everybody gonna be bringing everything in the ring to knock you out. Well, baby, I don't go nowhere without this little piece of equipment right here. Now you know I'm gonna tell you one thing. You got 25 guys in there, but I tell you, you gotta have a strategy in the whole thing, Jack. Because you're going to have Nikita Koloff and Dusty Rhodes. They're going to be banging heads with them four horsemen. And while they're banging heads with each other, we're going to be taking everybody else out. So what we can win with is a matter of attrition. When everybody else is gone, baby, because I know Nikita, Dusty, they're going to pound on them four horsemen. We're going to be pounding on everybody else. Jack, show them what else we might bring in that ring. I'm going to tell you something, Dutch Dutchman telling myself I've been in Plain Wings in Council Grove, Kansas, Daddy. And that's exactly what this is going to be. You're going to take Plain Wings and you're going to put it all over the country. That means if you want to go outside and grab a two by four, grab it, daddy. If you want to take a cowboy boot and you want to kick somebody, kick them, daddy. But I'll guarantee you one thing that's going to come down is there's going to be a few old boys walking out of the ring with a little bit of aid, if you know what I mean. Now, let me tell you something. You know, Tully Blanchard, Ric Flair, you all look real good supporting this. So would you, Russians. And I'll tell you something, there's a lot of animosity in the ring when there's $25,000 staring at you, Daddy. And I'll tell you something right now. You boys out there, you four horsemen, you're a little greedy. Take a look around. Which one of you might club the other one in the back of the head with a two-by-four? Dutch and I don't care, because we're going to be doing a lot of clubbing ourselves, Daddy. Bunkhouse Stampede, Jayhawks know how to do it, and we're going to do it. Okay, the Kansas Jayhawks talking about Buddy, that's maybe the best promo Bobby Jaggers have ever had. Yeah. I love the guy in the uh, crowd. Tell us about it. That's because he said, Let me tell you something four times. I counted them in that interview. And then the Let fans, me tell you something. Tell us tell something. something. <laughs> so good. Uh, good okay. Man. Here we go. Oh, Don Cronodal. Buddy, we got is it just me or are we getting treated to a B show here today? I was I was saying this is a pared down version of uh Apparently the big stars are not here today. I, I don't see a horseman around. I don't even know if a horseman was on this or not. And, uh, well, if they had any women, uh, 18 to 35 uh-huh. with no husbands, no boyfriends and, or a tray of stoley sea breezes, uh-huh. they couldn't have been that far away. Well, I think the rock and roll express could be on the show, but I don't think we are going to uh, see any horsemen nor dusty roads on this show. So 
So when was this recorded? You say November, what, 23rd? Yeah. Okay, and that was, what, a Saturday? So up next, we've got Dutch, Dutch Mantel and Bobby Jaggers taking on Bill Tab and Phil Brown. And then we've yep. got Bill Dundee teaming up with Jimmy Garvin. That's right. They're doing another match. Mm. And they're going to take on Bob and Brad Armstrong. Yeah, so I think this may be the angle I'm talking about, if I remember it correctly. Well, let me tell you this. The, right. the, the run-in from Bob Armstrong, the rare appearance of the bullet, mm-hmm. has me excited. And... Yeah. I'm all about that Shaska promo we got earlier. Yep. It's impossible for this to be a less than awesome show. Now that we know we've heard from Shaska. I mean, that was one of his better promos of all time right there. Yeah. Oh, he's the best. I wish uh, so badly that we would have been able to talk to him before it was too late. It would have been great. Yeah. It would have been great. It would have been awesome for us to think he was winding down and he's cutting a promo on you and I. Yeah. And then he goes, and another thing right before he hangs up. It's tremendous. Shivani, you undercover hillbilly. I love that term, undercover hillbilly. By the way, if you are an undercover hillbilly, come mm. on out to 5007 La Vista Road in Tucker, Georgia. This Saturday at 10 a.m., right before Georgia sticks it up Alabama's ass, you'll have an opportunity to do a meet and greet. So if you're coming into town to see the SEC championship and watch Alabama end their historic run at the hands of Georgia, Tony Schiavone will be there. 5,007 La Vista road, Tucker, Georgia. It's a Tony Schiavone meet and greet this Saturday, December 4th, 10 AM. It's infinite realities. I believe the name of the comic shop and I'll be signing uh, copies of my book. So you can pick up my book and I'll be there for quite a while saying hello to everybody. Isn't it something the first sec championship game that Georgia has been in that I've uh, ever missed. Wow. I didn't really yeah. think about that, but. Yep. You've been there for so long. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. it. And yep. thankfully this is a merciful God and this yeah. her noodle match is over too. Uh, Don was, uh, Oh, one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. And you know, I, I think we've mentioned this on the air before. Uh, I want to go back to it cause I know we're going to a promo. Oh, here. here we go. You've taken quite a beating over your last couple of matches, but it's good to see you out here with us. All right, Tony. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to be here. Like you said, being the NWA world tag team champions, which is a pleasure for us representing NWA, you know, defending these belts. We go through a lot of hard, different matches, Tony. Right. And injuries occur every day in this business. And that's what's happened to us. You know, I hate to say that, uh, you know, the bunkhouse stampedes are coming up and with the injuries that we have occurred to us, we might have to take a little time off. But I'm hoping that we'll not be able to miss some of the stampedes coming up because you know, I always look forward to that through the year. You know, it's great excitement for the stampede going around the country and the people I know outside enjoy seeing all that. But uh, like I said earlier, you know, I hope uh, that the injuries heal up pretty quick and uh, we'll be right back coming. Okay. Good to see both you gentlemen again. The Rock and Roll Express with us here at World Championship Wrestling. More action right after this timeout. By the way, I don't know why everybody's saying, oh, they. You know, the fans look forward to these bunkhouse stampede matches. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you ever hear that? Do you ever hear a fan no, ever get excited? They sucked. Yeah. I'll tell you exactly what's going on. Bobby and Dennis and Bubba, they all got out in the cab. They were ready to leave. And all of a sudden, I spied somebody on the street, just like all these fans here in the studio, carrying this pumpkin. Well, I'm going to show you what I think of this dang pumpkin. I'm going to. We are now 
not crooked heads. We are not idiots. We are not fools to be made fun of. And I'm sick and tired of being called pumpkin heads. The Midnight Express are sick and tired of being called pumpkin heads. And the road warriors are responsible for it. Well, the bunkhouse stampede's coming up in December. All those battle rolls, 2025 men for $25,000 a pop. Everybody in the ring, and you know what's legal. Chairs, chains, rocks, bottles, brick sticks, pots, pans, and tin cans. Anything goes. And the only objective is to be the last man standing up in the ring to get that check for $25,000. Well, I got my Midnight Express, and I got Big Bubba Rogers, who's the baddest man in the world. And they're all three, they're going to be working as a unit. They're going to be working as a team. And they're going to go out there, and they're going to snatch some checks for me. And they're going to bring them right home. And I'm going to send them to Mama, and she's going to put them in our account. And they're going to grow a lot of interest, which I'm going to divvy out to the boys, and everybody's going to be happy. And if anybody, and I mean anybody, tries to stand in our way, I don't care whether it's friend or foe, then brother, they're going down. Big Bubba's going to squash them, or lover boy Dennis and beautiful Bubba are going to beat their brains out. Because when that much money's at stake, there are no friends, there are no partners. There's only the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette united against everybody else in the world. And if you think for one second that even a brother, even a cousin, even a relative wouldn't turn their back on somebody for 25 grand or better, you're crazy. And Road Wars, you're going to be in some of those bunkhouse stampedes. If we can't do it there, then we're going to scaffold you all over the country. Los Angeles, Minneapolis, wherever it may be, that your career is coming to an end at the hands of the Midnight Express. Jim Cornette, let's go back to the ring. Yikes. Dude, he was wide open, dude. Mm. He was wide open. Uh, I guess they had time to fill because that's the third time we've seen him on set there. But you know what? He's one of those that could. So let's go. Hey, so I was going to say that it. we've talked about this before, I know, and, and I've put the footage on our uh, WHW Patreon uh, site that Don Cronodal was still involved in one of the biggest angles ever in Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling. When he and Sergeant Slaughter were the world tag team champions and faced Jay Youngblood and Ricky Steamboat. It's right before, I believe I started with Jim Crockett Promotions, maybe early 83 or maybe uh, 82. But they had the final conflict at the Greensboro Coliseum and they they turned people away that night. And that cage match, uh, uh, Dave Meltzer even referenced it in his obituary about, uh, about Don Cronodal. It was one of the biggest angles ever. So, and yeah, yeah, Sergeant Slaughter, obviously, and Ricky Steamboat had a lot to do with that, but. Still, Don was a, was a player there. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And uh, it was a pretty damn good angle. And they had, I think it was Private Nelson, Jim Nelson. Remember, he and Cronoda were the privates for Sergeant Slaughter. I don't know if you remember that, but I, I distinctly remember it. That was about around the time that I was getting married and was in love. I thought Sergeant Slaughter was the man when I was a kid. They had this uh, he was something else, buddy. Heel and babyface. He made a lot of money with Hasbro too, didn't he? That's what I wanted to mention. You know, when I had my tonsils taken out as a kid afterwards, my parents said, Hey, we're taking you to Toys R Us. You can get, you know, anything you want, get one toy, anything you want. And I got this, uh, Sergeant Slaughter that had this little tank with it. Wow. Dude, it was the shit when I was a kid. You still have it by any chance? Nah. I'm a mm. grown ass man, Tony. I know, but some grown ass men can make a lot of money off of those small ass toys. Ask Matt that. Cardona. Oh yeah. Well, you know, we just had a, uh, a, a, him 
over at adfreeshows.com doing a little collecting one Oh one thing. How, how fun wow. was that? Wow. Man, I could do a little collecting one one on baseball cards. I'm, 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 I'm very close to finishing my 1965 tops collection. I have one more card to get. Oh man. That's so great. You know, we were just talking about that the other day. We were concerned that you might not, you know, get that done. It's the Mickey Mantle card, and those are the most expensive. So, oh well, you know Jr.'s got one. You should take. Yeah, it. I should... know, but he's got like 1952 Donruss. I want the 65 uh, tops, and the cheapest I've found for 65 tops is 200 bucks. So I'll just let that bake a little bit. Anyway, so here are the Kansas Jayhawks. We've had the Kansas Jayhawks: Tim Horner, Brad Armstrong, Don Kernodal. The Midnight Express. So, yeah, it's been kind of a pared-down show talent-wise, hasn't it? It's kind of, like you said, kind of like the B-team show. It is the B-team show. Yeah, Shoska and the Barbarian together. But, you know, people tuned into it. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. Are you, um, are you looking forward to Christmas? Uh, yeah. Yeah, why not? What does yeah mean? Um. Uh, what, are you okay? I, I'm not. I'm not a. It's not what it used to be. You you mean the birth of Jesus? Jesus has let you down. You are looking. You're really looking. Shit. When you bring Jesus' name up, when you try to make me a heel when it comes to Jesus. Oh, wait. Oh, hang on. I'm right now, but I tell you what, I've got a match coming up here. I'm supposed to have a match coming up here, but I'm willing to scratch that match and forget it all. If Jim Garvin is listening to me, Dundee, Garvin, if you're listening to me, brother, I'll take you on either one of you or tag. Me. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I'm willing to throw that out, man, because the Armstrongs don't take this. You know, how you feeling? I feel all right. I got a nut on my head, but you know, I believe in payback. If he's going to deliver, he's got to take the, the right. what's good going coming to him right now. Now I may be a little dizzy, but I got this. I got no wrestling gear. I came up here to visit, but I'm gonna take this coat off and I'll wrestle in these blue jeans and booty kicking shoes. If you can get them out right now, we'll go to the ring and we won't have no more talking and we'll settle it like it ought to be settled in the ring, two on two this time. That's right. Let's get it on now. Okay. All right, Tony. We know we know they're back there. We know they can hear. It's all right, Dundee. Come on, Garvin. You guys are so big now. He got it now. There they come. Bro. We've it all out, Daddy. We've it all out. You're very out of Georgia. Just up the road a little bit. Now you want to make a reputation for yourself, huh? Well, let me tell you something, Bullet Bob. You ain't going to do it, Daddy, because you're an idiot to come out here and do what you did. No, we ain't. You want us to beat him up, Lord? Can we beat him up, Lord? I believe you should. I think you should go. Are you guys going to the ring? All right. All right. We have got a match, Tony. Come on, you guys, get in the ring. Well, it's obvious hey. the network edited out the uh, the trash can shot. So they come out during another promo, and they pull down the jacket of Bullet Bob, and they hit him in the head with a trash can. Why would they take that out? I I don't know, but they did because you 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 saw the the Armstrongs come back out, right? Yeah, and say so we're ready for a fight, but nothing happened. Yeah. 
nothing had happened, but something did happen on that show. So, and these guys, I think are going to go basically the remainder of the show here. Yeah. I mean, they get a long match here, 12 minutes right. and change, which is a right. lot for a TV match back then. Damn right. It is. So yeah, it's, I, I remembered correctly, but damn, they took it out. They pulled Bob Armstrong's that white coat down across his arms, hit him in the head. Cause he had come out by himself because remember I asked him to come back out. Yeah. I said, we love to see you come on back out and talk to us. He came out by himself and those two came out and attacked him. And now we've got a, a tag match. That's disappointing. Yeah, it is. It's almost like <clears throat> as disappointed as you are in Jesus Christ, our Lord and savior on his birthday, his birthday I, apparently well, lets you down. I'll, I'll have, you know, I'll have, you know, that I'm very active in my church. So do they okay. know that you hate Jesus? No, I love Jesus. Okay. But well, why would I you say Jesus. that you Christmas okay. ain't the same or whatever you were saying about, well, no, Christmas isn't the same because I don't have kids at the house. You got grandkids, Tony. Well, but they're not at the house. Conrad well, do you used you to want wake them up to live with you. You used uh, to wake up, you used to wake up Christmas morning, right? Got it, got wake it. up on Christmas morning, five kids, all the toys, crazy. And then uh, we'd have something to eat. It was a, it was a crazy, crazy time. And now we wake up Christmas mornings. It's just me and Lois. So Christmas is not what it used to be. It has nothing to do about Jesus. It has nothing to do about the birthday of Jesus Christ or anything like that. Jesus Christ, Conrad. Wait a minute now. Uh, first why of all, in the world are you, why in the world are you going there? Watch out sunset flip. And he almost got him. Why are you going there? Well, why are you, you fucking going there? You, you, you run out of shit. No, I'm not. You said, you, yeah, your routine, you're running out of shit. Here's what you said. Okay. Jesus's birthday is not the same. That's word. No, I did not say I said, Christmas morning is not the same. You didn't say morning. Okay. I go to mass at midnight every year. So there I'm very, very involved in my church. Gotta be involved in your church. I think, especially if you're in my shoes, because some divine intervention and Conrad Thompson entered my life and helped me out. So, well, that's nice of you to say, yeah. I hope you and Jesus, you know, come to terms. Yeah. I know he loves your birthday. This, this is a new low for you, buddy. A uh, new low. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I'm proud of it. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I had to pull down the mic. Made me laugh again. Boy, Bob Armstrong had some fire for an old guy, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Man. You know, a, a fighting fireman from Marietta, Georgia. Yeah. Ah. You know, some of our younger listeners are not familiar with Bob Armstrong. Yeah. But Bob Armstrong was really the patriarch of one of the great wrestling families. Yes. You know, uh, he's not only Scott Armstrong's dad, he's not mm -hmm. only St who we see on WWE programming. Mm -hmm. He's not only Steve Armstrong's dad, who we know used yeah. to be one half of the, uh, the tremendous tag team with Tracy Smothers, yeah. right? He's not only the father of Brad Armstrong, who everyone mm -hmm. agrees is one of the most criminally underrated in-ring performers of all time, mm -hmm. but he's road dog, Jesse James's dad as well. Uh, yep. And in the South, Bob Armstrong was a staple. I mean, my dad remembers going to see bullet Bob Armstrong. As a kid, sure. He had been wrestling for a long, long time all over the South. 
And when you think about the influence he had, not only on Southern fans, but on young wrestlers, Arn Anderson credits, Bob Armstrong with giving him one of her, his first big breaks. Yeah. And he was the perennial white meat baby face. I mean, you want to talk about the good guy, Barb Armstrong was the epitome of that. Yeah. And he just presented himself as a family man and just a good dude, just a dad. And from what I understand, even until he passed away a few years ago, he still had the old weight bench in the garage and was getting after it every chance he got. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was. I had a chance to spend some time with Bob and and it, you kind of try to remember exactly where it was. We were either riding on a shuttle one day to an arena, or we were in a car together and we were talking about the business. And he said, in that Southern voice is something I'll never forget. And it's, it has always stuck with me. He said, if you beat up somebody and you don't give them something, and you don't make them look good. If you don't give your opponent something, then you've beaten up nobody and you've done nothing for yourself. He always thought that, yeah, it's good to have the squash matches to win, but you got to make the other person look good. And that's always stuck with me. I mean, I knew that that was, that was, that's pretty much you would think, uh, logical, but Bob Armstrong kind of said it best. And, um, uh, he was, uh, he was a good man. I'm, I don't know if he's a good man, but he was a good man to hang around with. I don't I'm, know that much. About I'm, I'm sure he was a great man. Yeah, I'm sure he was too. We're seeing a pretty, but, pretty good match here. And you guys are going to a commercial break. I know. I, bet. I mean, how about a two, we'll, ma- two match segment? How about that? We'll continue in picture and picture. Wait, wrong show. Restaurant wrong quality. <laughs> And we come back and of course they're in a hold and by they, I mean, Bob Armstrong and Bill Dundee. Yeah. This is where you talk, Tony. What do you think Bill Dundee's thinking right here? Oh, what I'm thinking Bill Dundee's thinking is, uh, I'm just small little guy and well, I want to make a tag and this motherfucker's got my arm. Oh. Here comes another. Oh, what the fuck kind of angle did they want us to do? I thought I didn't. I wrestle earlier. Oh, all right. Fuck you. I'm going to go outside. My elbow hurts. It really hurts. Okay. It's not a work. It hurts. It's not a cell job. Look at that. Precious. Look at that. Oh, all right. Oh, oh, I see. Fucked you up. Didn't I hit you with the other elbow. Now would be the time. To mention again that in about a month, we're going to be back on TBS. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. AEW going on over. Right. That's some old school stuff. Wish we could uh, do it up old school, but obviously. You got to acknowledge the past and move forward. You can't backtrack. We can backtrack because that's what we're about. But I'm talking, oh, they got precious on the apron. What did hey, they just, oh, spray he's spraying the. Spray it right in the eyes. The spray that Dundee took from precious in the eyes. 
and Brad are down. Look at Bob, bottom of your screen. This is old school Southern wrestling right here is what this yes, is. Yes, it is. And they're giving them up. These, all four of these guys are busting your ass here, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This is good stuff. Yeah. People came away with that, uh, that day in 1986 saying, man, we just saw hell the wrestling match, man. Did you see that show match six Oh five on Saturday? That's a hell of a show. Yeah. Let's see the Braves playing tonight, or maybe it's Andy Griffith. Or Mayberry RFD. What does the RFD stand for? Rule free delivery. Oh, how about that? See, only rednecks live in the in the sticks know that. I mean, I I didn't know what you were saying right there. I thought it was some <laughs> yeah. sort of prison speak. No, RFD is that's that was a show. Ken Berry, that was the uh, follow up to uh, the Andy Griffith show. Oh, you had to hear, heard of Mayberry RFD. I know about Mayberry. I didn't know about Mayberry RFD. That was a show. No, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. As a matter of fact, I think Ann B was still in that show when it first started. And a lot of the characters were still, were still there, but uh, Ken Berry's character moved into Mayberry and lived on the outside of town. Three seasons starting in 1968. Yeah. How about that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So let me ask, let me ask you, uh, as, as a, as a youngster now, this is 1986. So you are what? Five years, years old. old. I'm five, five years, years old. Five years old. Five years old. So you're five years old here. Uh, and as you move through life into the nineties, yeah. uh, what did your Saturday night consist of as a young child? Uh, going to bed. Yeah, it was, it was no. always, you know, when they had Saturday night's main event, I was a huge fan, but I didn't start watching until 88. Okay. So it was a, it was really tough for me to be able to stay awake and, and actually watch Saturday night's main event. So we would set the VCR Oh, okay. and my uncle would come over and try to watch with me and he would try to wake me up, but it was really hard because I grew up as a, a kid who wanted to get up with dad every morning. And my dad at the time was a prison guard and he worked for a shift. So he had, to, and there was a little bit of a drive, maybe 30 minutes. So he had to, um, get up like at the, the crack of dawn. I mean like yeah. 4am. So I would get up at 4am with dad while he has a cup of coffee and watches the rifleman in black and white. <laughs> and so by, by 10 30, buddy, I'm all tuckered out I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I was trying to wonder for all of us here, and I don't know what you consider your childhood. I mean, I guess mine considered when I started elementary school, I, I very much, I remember only spots about before I started going to school, but during my childhood, what my Saturdays consisted of, because the families were usually together, you know, dad working during the week and. And it was a lot of TV watching and obviously Saturday night, six Oh five was a big part of a lot of people's childhoods in the eighties. Um, it was not part of mine. We, we, yeah. we would watch wrestling, but it was usually a Saturday morning syndicated thing. But again, that started right. in 88, right. In 86, I was probably knee deep in GI Joe and he man and mask M a S K. Mm -hmm. uh, I was also a big football fan. I was actually playing football at five years old. My parents started me early. Wow. Oh. And, uh, you know, I got into trading cards 
And of course, some of us grow out of that. You and I are, are not two of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I remember the Saturday game of the week baseball that, and of course in the, in the seventies, in the middle seventies, when I started watching wrestling, look at the hell of a drop kick from Brad Armstrong off the top rope, a missile drop yeah, kick. Indeed. That's right. Kind of ahead of its time. Um, uh, then, uh, then I started watching wrestling. We had wrestling on the Richmond station, WTVR TV six on the Roanoke station, WSLS TV 10. And then at night at 1130 at night, we had worldwide wrestling on, uh, the Lynchburg station WXIX, I believe. So I watched three syndicated shows every Saturday and we didn't have TBS for a little while. And then we got TBS and started watching that. And look at there. Later. The Armstrong, Brad and Bob Armstrong. There you see. They, All right. I think we may, we may get this promo here that I was talking about. It was a double DQ. If you're not watching with us Strong yeah. back over here with us now, nothing short of a war. Both teams are qualified. What a match. That's the way it should be. No two, no one on two, no trash cans, just two arms, two legs, two on two. Let's go with it. Now I got a lot of things to do in other places, but I want to tell you one thing, Brandon, I promise you bullet. Bob Armstrong is going to be back with Jim Crockett promotions because the war has just started. And when I get back, brother, we go finish the war. Bring what you want. We'll finish the job and carry you home. Brad, what an event. Now, stay right with us for a second. I know you're out of breath, but I know a lot of things are going through your mind. Yeah, I'm a little bit out of breath. If you had guys kicking you in the ribs and stomping you in the mouth every five seconds, I guess you'd be out of breath too. But I tell you what, I was brought up in a wrestling background and I'm proud as hell to be an Armstrong Jack. And I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you this, Garvin, Dundee, if you ain't back there laying flat on your back, suck your wind, listen to this fella. I got something for you. Come on out here and take it. So the time limit don't call for it. So you want to jump in four on four, two on two. It don't matter as long as the odds are even, brother. The Armstrongs have a fighting chance. Let's make it a no time limit limit, and just leave it so somebody can't stand up, if you know what I mean. Okay, let's take a look at the conclusion of that match. Between. And that was a great Armstrong promo right there. You were yeah. exactly right. I got the goosebumps bar. I mean, yeah, Brad was on fire there. I'm proud to be an Armstrong man. He hit the desk. It just, I remember the whole thing and Bob referenced a trash can. Yes, he did that. We added it out, man. I love it when my memory serves me well. I'm strong doing much. And Bob said it, Bob said he has something else to do some places to go, but he'll be right back. To settle this score with superstar Bill Dundee and gorgeous Jimmy Garden with Precious, it all started right here at this podium with a trash can and ended, well, at least temporarily ended, in the ring with all four men giving it their all. And like I said, when you talk about Brad and Bob Armstrong and you jump on them, you're talking about family. World Championship Wrestling, don't forget the Bunkhouse Stampede comes your way Monday, and it comes your way all through the month of December. For David Crockett and all of us here at Jim Crockett Promotions, I'm Tony Schiavone. We'll see you next week. By the way, I want to mention Bob Armstrong will make one more appearance with Jim Crockett promotions in the year of 1986, our Lord and savior. Mm -hmm. Um, he would show up at the debut for Jim Crockett promotions at the Rosemont horizon, December 14th. So what, uh, three weeks after we just saw him here, that was recorded on the 23rd, he's going to show up at the Rosemont and, uh, there's 12,500 fans there. He's in the bunkhouse stampede battle Royal. Road Warriors would win it. Uh, Bobby Eaton and Dennis Condry would be in there. Big Bubba, Wahoo, Oli, Arn, Ivan, Crusher, Shaska, Dick Murdoch, Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, Dutch Mantel, Bobby Jaggers, Tim Horner, Barry Windham, Jimmy Valiant, 
Rick Rude, Mandy Fernandez, Jimmy Garvin, the barbarian, and of course the Baron and uh, Bob Armstrong is among them. How about that? Yeah. All-star lineup. Hey, we got a lot more to talk about. Uh, 1986. I got a couple of things I want to say about 1986, but before we get there, Conrad, yes, I want to ask you how things are at save with Conrad. Save with Conrad.com is the place to be. If you're thinking or worried or stressing about the holidays, we want to help you make this the best holiday ever. And the way to do that is to skip your next two house payments. Let's be honest. Your house payment is your single biggest bill. And right here during the holidays, wouldn't it be nice if you got to skip both of those? That's right. Both December and January, you won't make another payment until February 1st. And come February, you're going to have a better mortgage. We're routinely getting our WHW listeners the best deal they've ever had on a home loan. But at the same time, Tony, we're able to take them from a 30 year loan down to just 15 years and almost no difference in payment. That's the story we keep hearing. Here's what we're talking about. All of a sudden you have more equity in your house than ever before. You've probably heard that the real estate market is through the roof. Well, why don't you use some of that newfound equity to do a combination of things? Number one, let's get rid of your private mortgage insurance. If you're not sure you probably are paying PMI. We routinely see that that saves folks just two to $300 a month in and of itself, but you combine that with a better rate. And at the same time, we could get rid of all your other debt. And I mean, all of it, we can help you knock out your second mortgage, a car loan, and of course, all your credit card debt. See, the interest you pay there is not only a much higher rate. I think the national average is more than 19%. And you know you can do better than that. But the interest you pay on a mortgage, that's tax deductible. The interest you pay on a credit card is not only higher, it's not tax deductible. So if you could get a cheaper monthly payment, pay your loan off faster, skip your next two house payments, and get a greater tax deduction, why wouldn't you do that? And don't take my word for it. Cruise on over to conradreviews.com. You're going to see, we are loaded with five-star reviews. We're going to take care of you. And by the way, we don't say no at SaveWithConrad.com. We might say not yet, but here's how we want to be your mortgage advisor for life. And if you're not in the shape you need to be in financially, you need to go to SaveWithConrad.com. Or maybe you think you are, maybe you think, man, I'm doing great. I'm not having any trouble making my payments. I don't need to take a look at this. Let me ask you a question. How many payments do you have left on your home loan? Isn't it weird that we hear people say, oh, I've got two more car payments left and then I'm done. This car's paid off. Why don't we talk about our house that way? The American dream is not to give away the biggest chunk of your income every month until you die. It's to pay your debt off once and for good, once and for all really own your home. We can help you do that at SaveWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And if we can't help you save some cash, we won't waste your time. Give yourself and your family the peace of mind of knowing you've got the best deal for your family. Thanks to my family at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. We'll get you the cash you need. You skip your next two house payments and get rid of your credit card debt. Just like that at SaveWithConrad.com. Save with Conrad First Family Mortgage has been the backbone of what we do here. And uh, you've helped so many people. I was just going to, uh, Conrad, um, reviews.com reviews.com. Yeah. I was just going there right now and just seeing all these five-star reviews you get across the board, man. And by the way, there's some, there's some less than awesome ones there too. I guess what I'm trying to say is this is an authentic review, uh, yeah. site and company. So you want to go take a look at our bad reviews, do that too. By all means, sure. be my guest. 
what right. you're going to see is buddy, we're hitting home runs more often than not. Uh, so go see what people are saying. Good, bad, and indifferent. I mean, if you were going to go to Amazon and buy something, Tony, I would look at the reviews and make sure I'm buying the right one. We'll do right. that before you do business with me too. But not only are we a wrestling fan and licensed in your state, we can hook you up and get you the best deal you ever had. And we've got third-party reviews for you to check out and feel comfortable. Get that peace of mind. I know it's a wrestling podcast, but check it out. Conradreviews.com. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know, what's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. 1986 was a banner year for Jim Crockett promotions. We have now moved past a couple of things here. We take a look at what we have done. We have, uh, gone fast. The great American bash, the rock and roll express, super summer sizzler tour, the horrible accident uh, that took Magnum TA out. We have seen Starcade and Nikita Koloff turn babyface. And now we're heading towards the bunkhouse stampede. And you said something during the course earlier of this podcast. We all said the fans love to see it, but in reality, a bunkhouse stampede was not really a great thing to watch, was it? No, no. But we went on with it. Do you think that in hindsight, it was the right? I mean, we obviously play armchair quarterback a lot, but do you think that in hindsight, it would have been best to go with something else? Did that kill our momentum? Do you think? You know, it's hard for me to say, uh, it will be interesting as we talk about 1987, I want to give everybody a heads up. You and I have talked a little bit off air and we've decided we're going to deviate from the format a little bit next year, not a ton, but a little bit. Right. And we're going to keep watching the big moments from 1987, but we're going to try to avoid some of the more pedestrian episodes. And we're going to be bouncing around a little bit, Tony. We're going to talk yeah. about some silly stuff, some TNA stuff, some WWF stuff, some ECW yeah. stuff. And, uh, we're going to be taking your suggestions. We're going to cover some of the events that you really enjoyed that Tony's never seen, or maybe he hasn't seen in a long time. So the old standard format for WHW is back come 2022. Yeah. But if you loved what we did here for all things, 1986, don't fret all the major moments that you remember from 1987, we're still going to hit in the new year. And Tony, that is great news. That is great news. I, I'm just trying to put my finger on. There's so many things that led to this. This promotion was had so many things going for it, and was so hot, and doing things the right way. And I'm just trying to connect the dots on what went wrong. And and obviously, I think more than anything else, the uh, the overhead that Jimmy took when he bought UWF led to the demise. I, I, I but the creativity. You're going to go with ups and downs periods in all wrestling. Every promotion has done that. Uh, AEW is on, on an upswing right now. AEW is going to have a downswing. I don't know how far down it's going to go, but there's going to be times when, you know, we got to think about it. You know, it's not what it used to be type thing. So let's, uh, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to go back and think about what went down. Now we had a big bunkhouse stampede in a cage in Nassau Coliseum that Jim Ross and Bob Cottle did the commentary for, and I was the ring announcer. 
And that was the same night that I think Ric Flair faced Road Warrior Hawk. And Dusty came through and uh, Dusty came through and uh, won the, but, but, but we'll talk about that later. But nevertheless, it was, uh, it was a great year. It was a great year. We've enjoyed 1986. We're not done. We're going to keep it going through the end of the month of December. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I'm pumped about Christmas. Uh, I, for one, still love Jesus and I want to celebrate his birthday. Uh, his birthday has not lost any luster with me, which is mm. more than I can say for Tony Schiavone, but Tony, Jeez. we don't have time to talk about that anymore. Mm. Uh, we'll try to talk about your soul next week mm. here on the program, but for mm. now it looks like it's about that time. It is just about that time. Ladies and gentlemen, let's say hello to Larry Thompson that we know almost had a conniption between Auburn and Alabama. And we also want to say hello to Jesus because unlike Conrad Thompson, my soul is not desperately out of time. We will see you next week on what happened when we come to you each and every Wednesday on the Cumulus Podcast Network. But on Mondays, exclusively only on Patron, patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And of course, adfreeshows.com.